Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's about that time for some nosebleed seats to show everyone. Can afford to listen to you. I'm Zach Wolchek alongside my man Eric Chiafalo. Monday Night Football is done. The Giants have lost again. Hallelujah. The Falcons are victorious. Their second win of the year. And right now, it's time to go around the NFL. Nosebleed seats. The only way to do it. Eric, another Sunday and Monday, and I guess dating back to Thursday, of football in the books. How are you feeling? Fantastic. It feels good to be out here on a Monday. Monday night, I guess Tuesday. I don't know. Is it midnight yet? You know, because we've been we've been doing the the football Fridays. Now we get a football Monday, and we're gonna close the week with a football Friday. That's a beautiful thing. The Giants lose. Hella freaking luyah. The Eagles lose. Hella freaking luyah. The Redskins lose. Oh man, don't even talk about that game. Yeah, well, we'll save that for uh, later in the episode or. What have you? Yeah, Cowboys, Cowboys conversation. conversation. We'll go ahead and, and reserve Big that. Big things are happening. Major things. Major trades have gone down. Amari Cooper is now a bleeping Dallas Cowboy. And we'll save the Cowboys side of that and how I feel about that for Cowboys conversation. But I do think we can talk about the Raiders. And they are now loaded up with three first-round draft picks in this upcoming draft. John Gruden is basically having a fire sale. He has said, bleep this current roster. I want my own dudes because I am a football genius. I am a football guru. Give me my picks. Let me draft my team. He's playing man out here, but this might be the first move that he made that, that is actually pretty darn good because he flipped a receiver that they probably were not going to re-sign that evidently he's not a huge fan of, and they got in return a first-round draft pick taking advantage of the Dallas Cowboys because no other team I don't think was going to give up a first-round pick except for the Dallas Bleeping Cowboys. So here you go. Here's a first, probably a top-15 pick, and the Raiders are rolling. Well, did you hear this, that the Eagles were ready to give a second-round pick? Yes, I think the Eagles definitely were. There might have been some other teams in there, and Stephen Jones hears that and says, "Ah, that's our guy, here's a first. We sure don't want him in Philly, and I can get that. I'm not going to get too deep into my other opinions on this and the, the effect and, and maybe the pros and the cons and, and the disagreement that I have on the compensation, but for the Raiders, yeah. Hell, if I wasn't going to re-sign the dude, I'd have taken the second. I don't think, I mean, from what I've heard, maybe you heard differently, they wouldn't have done the trade. Like, they were saying no for the seconds. They only wanted the first two part ways yeah, with him. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the trade deadline's still... A week a, away. Yeah, a few days away, so they were probably going to play hardball until maybe the last minute and then maybe just cave, take the second round. Yeah. But the hour before, for they're like, team, all right, Philly, here wait you for go. You, All you need is one Stephen Jones. Especially a division rival button heads on the same guy that yeah, are in you hear a division involved. race. Yeah, once you hear Philly's involved, that makes, you, that makes you jump more. But on the Raiders side of things... I guess it's a smart move. I mean, obviously, this season's down the can. Yeah, and you can flush it over. You got the oldest team in the league. You might as well, 
You already got rid of Khalil Mack. Stupid. You, you, you're, if you're going to, if you, if you're, if your plan, if the, if the move is to just collect draft picks, then go balls to the wall, man. Get rid of everybody. Why? And, and Gruden comes out and says, "We're not trading anybody else," because obviously everybody's going to be asking questions. He says emphatically, "We're not trading anybody else." Reggie McKenzie comes out there, the GM, and you know he he's not. He doesn't say anybody's untouchable. The only person that's untouchable, according to Reggie McKenzie, is Reggie McKenzie, and that's and John Gruden, right? Yeah, I guess John Gruden. He says they were great together. He doesn't like people saying that they don't have a good relationship. His quote was, "Really, John and I love each other. They hold hands together. They sleep next to each other. They're best buddies." I actually heard they have sex. What? Yeah, like with clothes on. No, no, because they go. Uh, if it, is it just me or does Reggie McKenzie seem like the kind of guy who has sex with clothes on? Definitely a shirt. And if he can figure out, if he's figured out a way to do it with underwear and pants on, he's definitely done. That. I know we all do it with socks on. Yeah, I'm a sock guy. Unless, unless there's a leverage thing, carp, you know, carp. The socks are giving you a couple extra so, inches. Well, it's not even the, it's not even the inches. Sometimes high heel socks. I, sometimes I, I got to rid myself of the socks. Because, uh, you know, just slippery, you know. Got when that. you're in the elements yeah. and the field's a little Some bit slick, floor. you got to change up the, the, the spikes on the cleats. For sure. You know, and it's really the same thing in the bedroom. Better grip. And Reggie McKenzie with his T-shirt on, he's out here banging the league for draft picks, and he is collecting them. And and awesome. Goodbye you. Now go ahead and get rid of Osemele. He's 29, your guard. You pay him a ton of money. Get rid of him. So Carl jo- Joseph, the safety. The guy you had in the first round, go ahead, get rid of him. Hey, Garen Conley. Go ahead, get rid of him. You've already sent him to the bench. Adios. Adios, friend, exactly. I mean, what the hell, Bruce Irvin? I don't know if there's anybody to take a flyer out on Bruce. Go get him. My gosh. Marshawn Lynch? Marshawn Lynch straight to IR. Sad. He's probably done, huh? Yeah, I think so. Probably shouldn't have come back. He should have left on the high note. He should have left on the high note. Should have left on the high note. You know, it's always, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're better off getting it, getting out a year early than a year late. You know, it's like what the Chiefs do. Well, it's always Smith. better to get out early than late. Well, the, yeah, I would uh, on and off the field. Reggie McKenzie. Uh, you know, the Chiefs did it. They go out a year early on Alex Smith. Totally. You know, he's not totally done yet, but we can see it. Let's get out of here. Giants, exact opposite. No. They're going to get rid of Eli Manning Four on his last freaking leg. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Actually, no legs. No legs yeah. for Eli by the time he's done. Bye, he was bad tonight. And now they're waiting he for the— He was bad Yeah, he tonight. was not good. I mean, the, clock, God, the whole team, the, the, the end of that game was brutal for the Giants, but I, I just relished in every single moment of it. I thought it was outstanding. Well, speaking of NFL trades, we have another one that's on the horizon. Ooh, Horizons. I love Horizons, by the way. The Texas, the Texas Sunset, by Deep the way. Deepwater Horizon. Was beautiful. Solid movie. I didn't see Deepwater. All right. Is that with Wahlberg? Yeah, War Marky Mark. Is there con- is it- You're c***ing it? What? No, I was going to ask if is it involved uh, contraband. Like if no, it involves There like, was a uh, separate movie called Contraband, contraband. that he was in. I was like, and there was a boat involved. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of things. A lot of similarities. Pretty much the same movie. Mark's a hell of an actor. By the way, so he's a 4 a.m. club. You've really? seen that? Every day on Instagram, you can catch Mark Wahlberg at by four, five o'clock in the morning, he's posted a picture of him shirtless or a video of him working out at four a.m. Ripped, yeah, four a.m. club hashtag it. Mark Wahlberg, yes, yeah, he's a sexy mofo. But the other NFL trade that could potentially happen: Patrick Peterson, PP, according to Adam Schefter. Yes. Now the Cardinals are getting rid of people too. They're they're going with Byron Leftwich. Well, that's a terrible situation. Yeah, I didn't know Byron Leftwich was even in, in the league coaching. I didn't either. They bleep fanned. Mike McCoy, who I didn't even know was on the Cardinals coaching staff, which is hysterical. Horrendous. He's been a terrible head coach, and now he's, was he now with he's the been Dolphins? a terrible. 
No, no, no. He's with. Uh, well, he's been with Denver. The Chargers. With Chargers. He was was their, their OC or their head coach? He's their head coach. I, I think he's done a little both there. I don't know. Really? But he was definitely OC in Denver when they were doing their thing, and then he went to and LA. Then, okay. San Diego, Jeez. whatever. What a mess. But uh, Patrick Peterson desperately, according to Adam Schefter, wants to be traded. And according to other sources, Bryant McKinney or somebody, or Brian McFadden used to play in the league. He's like an NFL insider now. It's ridiculous. Oh, corner, He yeah. said, yeah, he said that uh, used Patrick to play with Peterson Cardinals. wants to go to New Orleans, wants to go to the Saints. Played at LSU. Played, exactly. You could see that be so, a homecoming. So and that's a team that sense. I think has a realistic chance at at least going to the Super Bowl, if not winning it. No question. And I wonder with, what they would give up. So if Dallas gives a first for Amari Cooper, you'd think the Saints would have to give up a first for a future Hall of Fame corner, correct? That's yeah. still that's well, still in got, his prime right now. Yeah, How twenty-eight old years old. Twenty-eight. Yeah, he's in his prime. Two years left on his deal. Perfect. Eleven million, twelve and a half million. You give. Two years. I think that's at least a first, don't you? I think. If it's not, I'm going to be upset. And, and, and Arizona is at this point saying he's not on the trademark. If Which, I'm if New you're Orleans, Arizona, you're dumb. You're, you're, listen, you guys are you guys are trash. Yeah, they should be rebuilding. You might as well be getting the picks here. And I get, get that something he's their to best protect player. your damn quarterback that you just drafted. Definitely, I get that he's their best player. But if somebody's going to offer you a first in your Arizona, but for both those teams, if you're Arizona, if New Orleans says here's a first rounder, do you do it? And if you're New Orleans, are you willing to give up a first to acquire an asset like that? Because I think all of a sudden. You might elevate yourself. I know the Rams are the cream of the crop of the NFC, but I think you got a really good chance. You got a better chance to beat the Rams than you did without him oh, to try well, and slow down that offense. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Matchup-wise, I think that, that's needed for them. I think if I'm New Orleans, now they just they did trade for Teddy Bridgewater, and I don't know what they gave up for him. I think they gave up a third. A third? Okay. So you got to think if you're, if you're New Orleans, how many picks do you want to start giving away here? But your window with Drew Brees is practically over. After, I mean, this is, he's got, you know, another year maybe after yeah. this. I don't really know. But of stud Drew Brees, this is this is dwindling. So you might as well pull the trigger. The only other team that I was thinking of is Kansas City. Ooh. If I'm Kansas City, wow. I, am, I am on the phone and I am yeah. trying to figure this out. Because Kansas City, obviously, incredible team, defense, issues. And Patrick Peterson would solve a handful if they get Eric Berry back. That becomes a formidable secondary, which right now looks like garbage. Hot garbage. Thinking so, garbage. If I'm Kansas Orlando City. Orlando might be their best secondary player, which is oh not good. Oh, my God. That's problematic. Very problematic. So Kansas City should should make that move right there. And yeah, I think that's a brilliant team. Right off the top of the head like that? Jesus. Boom. Gosh. You're more sexy. God, every minute now I'm getting, Thank you. getting a little chubby. And it makes that. more sense because right now you have Patrick Mahomes at, geez, Four dollars a year, also a great point. And if you're get, well, this no, is the time I mean, he to was a first, a top ten pick, right? So I mean, he's certainly not quarterback, quarterback, big quarterback money. But yeah. yeah, not it's it's not like a Dak friendly deal. No, but I don't. Was he a top ten pick? Yeah, I think he was they, the tenth well, pick, maybe. I think, I think he, he was, was ten. I think they okay. moved up and took him at ten because so Watson was the he's one that was in, in the that teams. first ten that window where they do make a little bit more. But still, bottom line is this is cheap as Pat Mahomes ever going to be. So this is the best chance to boost the talent around him. Because in two or three years, two years, Mahomes is you're going to be breaking the bank on this guy, and then it's going to be really tough to acquire guys like Patrick Peterson. And guys like Patrick Peterson are very, very, very seldomly on the market in 100%. any fashion, whether it's free agency or trade. Well, according to Arizona, he's not on the market. Well, fair enough. Patrick Peterson's trying to put himself. Patrick on Peterson's there. trying to put himself on the market, and I think Arizona should do right by him. 
it works both ways. He wants to go. He and and you can get something for him. And I think that he he's not going to help you, you to win a Super say, Bowl in the next two yeah. years. Come on. And he might say he wants to go to New Orleans, but if you go to him and say Kansas City is willing to to trade for you, are you okay with that? I'm he'd sure be, he's. Fine. Yeah, I think he's going to say yes. He's please. suiting up for Arizona every Sunday, yeah. and good God, do they blow? They're so bad. My goodness, Arizona. And that coach Steve Wilkes looks like he's in way over his head. Is that? I don't even. Oh, is that the head coach? That's their head coach. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, you learn something new every day. And it's I'm Steve thinking, Wilkes. I'm thinking of Steve Wilkes right now, and the face is blank. There's a question mark there because if he was standing next how to his me face now, looks. I would have no idea what he looked like. He looks like he's pondering the future. Unbelievable. All right, so let's dip into the weekend. The mm. weekend that was loved it. It was a great weekend. We woke up Saturday morning. Walchuk's fired up. Melvin <laughs> Gordon's <laughs> about to play for his fantasy lineup. Oh. Let's go London. Let's go football. Let's go Chargers. Oh, wait. Melvin, hamstring injury. Everybody finds out at 4 a.m., but we're all snoozing because they're in London. Yes, they are. And the game kicks off here at like 8 a.m. Yeah, what the hell? So Walchuk wakes up at 9.45, sluggish as ever. As beautiful as can be. The game's underway. He's feeling good. He washes the boogers out of his eyes, the cigarettes, the cigars out of his mouth. No cigarettes, only cigars. Checks the fantasy. Oh, no. Melvin Gordon's out, but he's in Walchuk's lineup. Yes, he was. And I'm sure that happened to a ton of people, by the way. I'm probably not alone. Thank God I still managed to win somehow. But, yeah, that was devastating because Melvin Gordon's been maybe the best running back. Well, Todd Gurley still exists. So, aside from Todd Gurley, probably the best running back in football this year statistically. Yeah, well, fantasy wise, he's like, been incredible. Out of the, he's just he been—he's probably been your best player. Yeah. So I'm sure the whole been crazy good. Every I'm—I'm I'm sure there's at least twenty percent of Melvin Gordon owners. I really blame Andrew Luck. He should have told me this. Well, Andrew it wasn't overseas. Andrew's always overseas. He's Captain Luck. You know what? He's rowing right. his way up and down the pond. I don't know why I'm defending Andrew. He's you should been nothing never. but a jerk to me. He's disrespected me. He also and gave terrible advice. Luckily, I didn't listen to it. He said, start Rivers over Trubisky. Trubisky had the better game, and I still went Trubisky, and that helped me Nice salvage a victory without Melvin Gordon. Good. Well, listen, if you ask me, Andrew Luck, as far as I'm concerned, he, he's been a jerk. Bit of a dunce. Yeah, bit of a dunce. <sighs> but the London game. The London game was garbage. So did you see any of it? Yes. I, I actually saw I, I ran the board for it at oh, the radio station. You were a part so of it. I heard it. Well I there. saw it. There, I mean, literally, I tasted it. And it tasted like crap. I, I want to apologize on behalf of America, on behalf of football, on behalf of Vince Lombardi and the Lombardi Trophy to London and to all of Europe for having to sit through the Tennessee Titans. The Titans? Why did we send them Tennessee? Now we're going to send them Bortles next week so they can, they can oh, watch Blake man. Bortles well, Jacksonville's and the, trying and to the move Jaguars. There. They better, they better get behind Blake. Well, that's sad because the Titans are one of the, the least fun teams to watch, man. Their offense is... Which is weird because they've got, in my opinion, two backs that should be really good, that should be a great tandem with Henry and Lewis. How disappointing is Derrick Henry every year? Every year we're like, this is the breakout season for Derrick Henry. Yeah. And nothing bleeping happens. And Marcus Mariota, is it him? Or is it that damn offensive play call? I think it's more the offense than Mariota. Mariota's obviously been a disappointment, but if you give him, if you put him in a different situation, different players, different staff, this is 
this is far and away different. Dak Prescott or Marcus Mariota? If you switch Jared Goff and Marcus Mariota right now, you're talking about Jared Goff like, man, this guy is really, really really bad. And you're talking about Marcus Mariota like, holy crap. Stud. Pagaviola is the next one? Yeah. These guys are unbelievable. It's a pipeline. Yep, those Hawaiians. So... I just think the Titans are bad. Sorry to London. That was that was rough stuff. Well, to on have the to watch. flip side, the Chargers are five and two. Yes, they and are. And the AFC's pretty open. I mean, the, the the Chiefs do look great, and the Patriots did beat. So it's you, only only down really one two. game to the Chiefs. Yeah, it's it's really those two: Patriots, Chiefs. The Steelers have been off and on. Baltimore has been all right. I think Baltimore more than Pittsburgh. Yeah. in terms of. Who's defensively for sure? Because their they're making big solid, plays and their offense has been yeah. prone to big plays. They, they this year. Really Flacco's did. been better. He has. John been. Brown's been incredible. Been Alex great. Collins has been awesome. Crabtree's been a really good guy. Crabtree's the chains. been good. Totally. Those two tight ends. Hayden Hurst is back. With yep. they did a good job this offseason giving Flacco some weapons, and it's paying off for them. So no question. They're definitely, and, and I think they've always been well coached. I've always been a fan of John Harbaugh. Better than Jim. I can't. Oh gosh. Well, Jim. Credit to Jim. He got the victory this weekend over Crowley. Do you Sullivan mind if? We, the oh, there we Lair. go. The Spartans Lair and Crowley Sullivan. How did we forget to mention this on Football Friday? I don't it know. was the battle for the Spartans Lair with Michigan and Michigan State. And what did uh, Jim Harbaugh and company do? They went and put their meat all over the Spartans at midfield, and they said, "Crowley, this one's for you." They dominated them through and through. I mean, the score wasn't truly indicative. Big Ten football is just terrible, but. You could tell Michigan was just beating the crap out of him. Michigan State's quarterback is garbage. Yeah. Um, and now back to the NFL. Uh, the Chiefs, incredible. Gosh, they're so good. They, Pat Mahomes has been unreal good. 22 touchdown passes in eight games for Pat Mahomes to start his career. That breaks Kurt Warner's record. Yeah, and I'll tell you, he's going to end up breaking a lot of records. I mean, they looked absolutely unstoppable against the Cincinnati Bengals who aren't, I mean, they're not a great defense, but they're not bad, man. Well, they racked up 551 yards of offense against them, and Andy Dalton just sucks in prime time, dude. Well, he sucks in any big game. Any big game. Any big game. The the team just does. The team does, but I think it it, it begins and ends. With the head coach? With Andy Dalton. Because he's a red ginger? Yeah, I think that certainly downgrades him. A ton. It doesn't help. I love gingers, help. though. Gingerbread. You love gingerbread. Fun to make those houses. Yeah. I actually don't like gingerbread at all. I you guess know, the houses is one thing. Now that you bring it up, I, I eating can't Eating gingerbread say, is awful. I don't think it's awful. It's not that good. I'm not going to go out of my way to eat some freaking gingerbread, man. Not the buttons. Not the gumdrop buttons. Not the gumdrop buttons. Uh, the Patriots did their thing. Well, they have Chicago. You mentioned Trubisky. Trubisky looked like Michael Vick out there. He's yeah. got the sleeve on. Couldn't throw, but man, he no. ran like well, a that, I'll tell you, wildebeest. If that Hail Mary, if Aaron Rodgers oh, was throwing the Hail Mary, that would have been a touchdown. Kevin White would have would have found himself in the end zone. But More since Trubisky points. was throwing it, Kevin White finds himself a yard from the end zone. And now the Patriots on back-to-back weeks. Last week they win on the last play of the game. This week they win by a yard. That offense, though, is going to be scary. They're trying. I mean, New it England. Se- it seems, yeah, it seems like Josh Gordon <laughs> no is starting to get no involved. Michelle for yeah. most of the game, and, and that injury is week to week. That's not a serious injury with Sony Michelle. Yes, thank God. So he'll be back. That combo of him and James White looks fi- pretty filthy. Gronk back certainly 
unstoppable. I think he's a top five player in the league. Always said that. And then Gordon now finding that groove with Brady. I think he had his first hundred yard game with the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Edelman back. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots are, are putting themselves up, and they won that game because of special teams. They had the Patterson yes. kick return, yep. and then the blocked punt for a touchdown. Win any way you can, all three phases. Bill Belichick, typical kind of win. New England looks like they're going to be doing New England things again come December, January, and probably into February. Yeah, they're just they're remarkable, man. And to, to the Bears, listen, they put up a hell of a game. It was Up-and-coming team. Fun yeah, team to watch. Certainly fun team to watch. I like what Nagy does offensively. They do some creative things. The they Nagy's. got some guys, the Nagy's. Then obviously your boy Cohen, but love Tariq. But New England is just too good. They too find good. just crazy ways to win. When the Dolphins, Patriots, and or when the Dolphins, Jets, and Bills in the same Sunday just get utterly dominated. The Patriots go out there, score a ton of points, two special teams touchdowns. They win the game. Yeah, what's going on with the Dolphins, man? Uh, what happened to Brocktober? You know, I just don't understand how we go from last week and we run all over the dominant defense of Chicago. We go crazy against them. We go we do it we go nuts against that defense. And our defense does pretty well. Then we turn around against Stafford and the Lions and Fat Patricia and we can't do anything offensively. We can't run at all. Defensively, carry on Johnson running all over us. They haven't had a hundred yards rusher since freaking Barry Sanders. Yeah, and, and this dude ran for carries. 194 yards. All just crushed. He told Kiko Alonso he did one of those stiff arms that we've seen a couple of times this year where they just totally disrespect that person. That's what that's what uh on Johnson did to Kiko Alonso. Mm. So and, and the injuries, I know everybody complains about injuries. Ours have been almost record breaking with the well, amount of injuries. Kenny Stills almost took a pure security woman, a poor security woman yeah, with him. That was that was wild. He just destroyed her. That was she wild. looked pissed. Yeah, she was she was really, really not happy about it. I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't know if you work there Lawsuit. you you sign something that you know, waves your At least ability he gave her to the do football. that. Or, I know, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> he comes back and he's like, uh, well, this is really the best I can As, do right yeah, now. And he, I think Here's she hurt his arm. Here's a Brock Osweiler to Kenny Stills two-point conversion ball in a game in which the Dolphins got their asses kicked oh, by Carrion Johnson and Fat Patricia. <laughs> Good God, was that bad. Oh, no. And now we're so beat up at going into a Thursday night game with Brock Osweiler at the helm. We're oh. going to get smacked by the Texans. And His former team, though, revenge I know, for Brock. Yeah. No, 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 dude. It's revenge for the fans because they had to put up with them. They're going to freaking be booing him and throwing crap at him. It's going to be bad for All of Brock. a sudden, the Texans are red hot. Four wins in a row. Did and you, that whole deal with Deshaun Watson. I know. He didn't fly with the what team. What the heck? So he gets medically cleared to play, but he's not <laughs> medically cleared to fly. Because the air So they've got to bus him lungs. to and from, from Jacksonville. Where the heck did they play? No, no, no. Oh, in Houston to Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. The Jacksonville back to Houston, which I guess isn't a terrible drive. 12 hours. Yeah, not good. Not ideal. Not ideal. Now, I'm assuming this bus is dope. I don't assume that you're it's probably a run of the mill yellow school bus. Yeah, no, I think that he had uh, I don't think it's a Greyhound. No. Um, no, I would imagine it's no. more charter style. Um, Philip Rivers style? Yeah, if it's Philip. Maybe he borrowed Philip Rivers' bus. If it's Philip Rivers, then he's doing it right. He's got the flat screens. He's got the chauffeur. He's got the freaking... He's got the room service. Room service. He's got the whole nine in there, dude. Love nines. So he might he might just start asking to do that every week. Hey, you know, I'll just jump on the bus, fly out a day early, or drive out a day early. You know, go solo. I'm driving private. You know, yeah. That might be smart for old Deshaun. That wouldn't be too bad, huh? 
the other game I wanted to talk about. Well, I guess we we, we can talk about the Bills for a second. I'd love to talk about the Bills because they get crushed by the Colts. Oh, they did, didn't they? Andrew, Andrew Luck, Luck, second in the NFL in touchdown passes. Not surprising. That's incredible. He's a badass. Even though he's a dick on our show and he well, disrespects no, me all the time. No, he's not a dick on our show. He just he doesn't like you. He doesn't like me. But he f***s me. <laughs> he gives you terrible fantasy advice. Well, I never necessarily would take it. I always took it with a grain of salt. We know he's definitely biased towards the Stanford players. Yeah. And I think he's just always had a good relationship with Philip. He loves his kids. He does. I think he's. I think he. Uh, well, he admires the Mormon culture. Well, and he reads them books like you know, good night stories before bed, and, and you know he loves a good book. Oh, he's a book guy. Book Andrew's club. a book guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Bills get crushed by the book guy, and they score five points in that game. And uh, so, how they get the five well, point? Here, here's just. Well, I mean, it's a field goal and a freaking two point conversion. What? <laughs> There's literally no a safety other possi- in a field goal. I mean, that's what I meant. A safety, excuse me, David. <laughs> I was about to make you feel bad. There's literally no other possible combination. Well, I for a second thought you said that on purpose. <laughs> Just to be funny. A field goal to two point. Yeah. Oh, no. It was great. No, there's literally no other combination in which you can go from zero to five without it being a, a safety and a field goal. So I don't know how it happened, but it happened. Uh, but the fun stat after the game was Todd Gurley has scored seven more points this season than the entire Buffalo Bills team. No way. Well, he's averaging three touchdowns a game or some crazy thing like that. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. Now, if you count Nathan Peterman's touchdowns Peterman's. to the other team. Hate the other team. Then Love the other team. Then that sort of nullifies it. I want me some other team. Because those pick sixes he's thrown, you know, the, those. Man, How many has he thrown? About 17? Yeah, Certainly feels What about Josh Allen? He's thrown a couple too, right? Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen's been been terrible and now he's injured and then they go Derek Anderson mm, and I'm Mr. still Anderson. I'm still baffled at that whole situation uh because I mean, I know Peterman is terrible, but I still just can't believe they took Derek Anderson off of a freaking beach family vacation Mr. and entered him into the starting lineup. Mm. I really uh, That's fine. That's fine. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. I'm not real serious. I, t- I put my heart and soul into this every single week. All I'm saying is the camera shows. I'm just not- telling you right now what I do every single week. Every single week, I put my freaking heart and soul into this. I study my off. I don't go out there and laugh. It's not funny. Nothing's funny to me. I don't want to go out there and get embarrassed on Monday Night Football in front of everybody. That's why I'm asking you. What I'm telling you right now. We're not. Can we're I- talking. Deuce and I are talking. What was the context? I'm done. Sorry. I mean, that's just an absolute. Keen slap to the face to Mr. Peterman. Whoops. It really is. Yeah. That's that's Sean McDermott, whatever the hell their coach is. He's not good. Is. Like that's Ralph you, Wilson you, just putting his suck. balls all over Peterman. I mean, dude, they threw that guy to the wolves. He threw five touchdowns and a half. His confidence was shot after that. He's basically a Chaz Green out there playing quarterback. No confidence. We'll never have any. We'll never be a sufficient player in the league. The guy needs to step away and go sell life insurance. Well, just hit up Toby Gerhardt. Good, Toby knows. Gerhardt and Company. I really don't even know what Toby Gerhardt's doing. I'm pretty sure he's selling insurance. Right? Is he? Isn't that what you said? Financial funds? I thought Andrew told us that. Mutual funds. No, Andrew said you should start him in your fantasy lineup. Oh, for real? Yeah. All right. The Saints and the Ravens actually ended up having a pretty good game. Great game. Back and forth, real good. But unfortunately, Justin Tucker decided, oops, I forgot how to kick an extra point. Dude. Justin Tucker hadn't missed an extra point his entire career. Ever? Ever. 
200 plus extra points, he's money. It's it's death, it's taxes, it's a Justin Tucker extra point. And then yesterday he steps out there, and when it matters the most, after his team just made the easiest touchdown ever, found it, Flacco finds a wide open wide receiver in the end zone to tie the game. Justin Tucker comes out and gasps the thing, dude. And his face afterwards, the shock and awe all over Justin Tucker's face. He got the big bug eyes. He had like he did like have the big, big crazy eyes. eyes. Yeah, he was he just did. like what? He had like they were like the Riche uh, the Riche Caldwell eyes. Yeah. you remember those eyes? Oh yeah, Riche Caldwell. Yeah, they were just like ridiculously wide. He never blinked ever. Yeah, didn't even have eyelashes. No, no, no. it was like, it's like it, his. They it were just looked stretched open, just scared all the time. Yeah. Just like you just always just frightened him. Very aware of his surroundings. Like he always just walked in on his parents having sex. What? That was that was Rishi Caldwell. I hate when that happens. And that was Justin Tucker after he missed the field goal yesterday. He was so baffled he couldn't fathom it. And it, Justin Tucker is one of those kickers where like I always say kickers are people, but they're not football players. But Justin Tucker is a is a football player. Just because he's good. Because he's just been incredible. Yeah. He's been pretty, I mean he's been he he's been, been awesome. He has been. He's just missed he's just a Mr. Consistent. And now no he hasn't Mar- had- no Maher, but well, he's no he's no Vinatieri. Vinatieri is the other kicker that missed I a say couple extra is points a- as well. Actually, on Sunday, did he really? He did. Well, he's got a groin issue. I found out. Mm, that's so what that's it is. Sad. I'll be dropping him for that's my bad- fantasy. You team. know, I saw this video of Adam Vinatieri the other day where he was on the New England Patriots and he kicked the ball off to a kick returner by the name of Herschel Walker. And actually made the tackle against them. Yeah, in like 1996, Herschel Walker back with the Cowboys after they traded him for a Super Bowl team. Vinatieri's been <laughs> in the league. It was all my Twitter time. It's crazy. I'm like, oh my God, Vinatieri's really been in the league like since my dad was a kid. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Like my grandpa's got stories about Vinatieri kicking field goals when it was freaking leather helmets and black and white. Unreal. The only person that's seen every Adam Vinatieri game is Gil Brandt. Oh, certainly. Gil knows. All right, so the Browns. What about them? Overtime once again. Jeez, did you see Baker's face? <laughs> oh, that was that was probably the Baker or Justin Tucker's oh, face. Oh man, which one was more shocked? Oh my god, I still think Justin Tucker, but but Baker was he was baffled, man. That fifty nine yarder because the kicker for Tampa Bay had already missed a twenty four yarder to win the game, and then he comes out ten minutes later and makes a fifty nine yarder. Baker was baffled. It was incredible. And he was lost. He was at a loss. His, it was like, it was funny to actually look at his face because he just, he was no, wearing it, was. it all over his face. It was, was a like, meme. That will be what? shown everywhere now. Like he could, yeah. because the same kicker misses a 40 yarder to win no, it. I missed a 24 yarder. He missed a 24 too? 24. Oh my gosh. And then he drills, what was it, 59? Yeah, 59 yarders. Jeez, if only it was 69. He's a, he's a species man out there. Now Hugh Jackson's out here pointing fingers, saying he may have to step in to talk about the offense. Yeah, because it's been so bad. bad. He's reiterated about a million times in the last 10 minutes. I've confirmed this, that he is the head coach. I've only heard him say that about a hundred times. Yeah, you're not – I mean, you just have such a inferiority complex if you just have to keep telling people that. Guys, I'm the head coach. But I think he's forgotten that Todd Haley is his offensive coordinator, and he's not a guy that you talk bleep about. No, because Todd Haley thinks he's the head coach. (laughs) I know, and Todd Haley's (laughs) – Liable to oh, so have Greg some Williams. whiskey on the plane home and beat the coaches. hell out of you. Yeah, you need to fire Todd if you're going to take the play calling duties away. He's not going to take that well. And maybe he wouldn't beat the hell out of you. Maybe you would beat the hell out of him. No, he I would think definitely Todd would win. attempt the fight. Well, I mean, I know Todd Haley's gotten his 
ass kicked in a bar fight. Before. Certainly, and he's still uh, in the, last, in the like, lawsuit. Years. Absolutely. Oh, that's still pending. Uh, yeah, sure is, man. Freaking Todd. Something weird with a McDonald's chicken nugget. I just think it's hilarious that Todd Haley is sitting across from Hugh Jackson in meetings this week, probably just seething. He's pissed. Because Haley just is like an angry guy in general. Hey, you just need to fire him. You Everybody cannot, knows Haley. And not keep that guy around, time. man. He's got a great beard, though. That's He's the thing about Todd Haley. He's got an beard. awesome beard. PC beard. Jags and Texans. I know we talked about Deshaun Watson already, but that game, the Jags seem to just be just done. I mean, it, it really makes you feel worse about that Cowboys victory from last week because the Jaguars just look helpless. Bortles is bad. When you, when you resort to Kessler, Kessler is bad. Like, you think Bortles is bad, and then Kessler comes in, and you're like, wow, this is just a nightmare, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. These guys And Kessler bad. actually looked much better. And Kessler's bad, too. No, they're both terrible. They're And, and then Marone comes out. And then they're and says fighting they're, they're, after they're, the game. Yeah, they're fighting in the locker room oh, after just the an game. Absolute just terrible. Thing. And then he recommits to Bortles. It's like, you know, this is the same Blake Bortles that you signed $65 million just last offseason. I mean, he's doing the exact same things he's always done. He just doesn't have Leonard Fournette now. It's absolutely terrible. The terrible, Jags, terrible, the terrible. Jags are a, a rough situation right now. And then DeAndre Hopkins had himself a nice little game on Jalen Ramsey. Jalen, I'm sure he doesn't know what happened. He knows nothing. I'm Jaylen. sure Jalen doesn't know what's going on. Jalen knows nothing. Actually, let's go to Jalen and ask if there. Let's see if there was a fight in the locker room after the game. I don't know. Huh, Jalen, you don't know. Well, I was really curious about that. You know, I just want to know if there was any. You know, I'm assuming Jalen was probably involved. He doesn't want to indict his own self. He's public enemy number one, in my opinion. I bet he was involved. I don't know. Hey, Jalen, do you think y'all have, like, the two worst quarterbacks in football with Bortles and Kessler? I don't know. Hey, Jalen, was it sad watching the remains of Jamal Charles try and play football? I don't know. Hey, Jalen, is Tom Coughlin's face as red in person as it is on TV? I don't know. Hey, Jalen, do you know? I don't know. Wow. Okay. I got one more. Go ahead. Yeah, ask Jalen. Jalen, are you still there? I don't know. Okay, great. Hey, Jalen, did Jameis Grabber buy the... I don't know. I wouldn't wouldn't rat on you either, Walchuk. No, good friend right there. You know, and honestly, I didn't rat on you. Thank you. You're very welcome. You've long thanked me for that, and you've long been welcome for that. I've long been doing a lot of longing for you. <laughs> oh, man, the Vikings! So good, right? They're Do you just... like that? Well, we've been talking about Adam Thielen, best receiver in foosball. Okay, I know we were talked about it, and then Ryan Clark talked about it. I have somebody else. Ooh, who else? He might take Ryan Clark's spot as the most important voice on this subject. What's his name? Who is he? Chris Carter. Chris freaking Carter? According to Chris Carter of Fox Sports 1, formerly the Minnesota Vikings, he says Adam Thielen is the number one wide receiver in football right now. See, as see? Of October 23rd, 2018. It's true. Eight days before Halloween. Put some respect on that man's name. A month and three days before Thanksgiving. The best receiver ever, Adam freaking Thielen. Two months and two days before Christmas. Love me Thanksgiving. 
Adam Thielen is the best wide receiver in football. And again, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter what you we, think. Does it matter what we what we say? It matters what Ryan Clark and Chris Carter and Zach Wolchuk say. Well, here's the thing. Now it doesn't matter what Ryan Clark says. But it does matter Chris, what Chris Carter says. Because Chris Carter. And of course it matters what Zach Wolchuk says. I don't even know who that is. Me either. I'm just going to gloss but right over that But he sounds hot. He sounds like a bitch. Sounds like a sexy, steamy boy. Uh, but the Vikings... Their offense in the first half, in particular, they're like they they had a couple of nice plays in the fourth quarter that ended up winning them that game. They 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 scored. They had nine possessions in the first half. Nine, ten points to result. Love when they do that. I like ten points. I like points. Yeah. Well, they only scored ten of them. That's not good. There, it, it wasn't good at all. The Kirk Cousins sometimes he looks unbelievable. Sometimes he looks unbelievable in the worst way. Like he doesn't know how to. He doesn't remember how to play football. Granted, their offensive line is not very good. No, they're not. And, and they don't have a consistent running game. But Davis Murray ended up with a decent day. And similar to the Jacksonville Jaguars, their defense has taken maybe just a little, just a hair of a step back. Yeah, well, their best defensive lineman's had some weird thing going yeah, on. Yeah, with Everson Griffin out, that's going to definitely halt your defense from being as great as it was the previous year, no question, which is a shame. Uh, now, to another team that's been disappointing, the Eagles, and I know you're you're excited about that. I'm not this. upset about that. I told you that the no, Panthers you're excited would win that it. game. No, you're excited about it. You did tell I me I said that. they're back, but they'll lose to Carolina. And I was obviously, I don't think anybody was expecting it to go the way it did. Fourth quarter, you're up 17. Next thing you know, Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey are putting their dong in your face. Love dongs in my face. The Panthers are just a funky team because you don't know what you're going to get. They're always in just a weird game. It takes a freaking Gano 50-plus yard field goal to beat the, the Giants at home. Then you lose to the Redskins. Then it takes this fourth-quarter victory, come back on the Eagles. I don't know what the Panthers really are. The Eagles, I'm starting to get a little more concerned about because their offensive line is a problem. Yeah, their offensive line's not playing as well. That, I mean, that was their strength last year, too. And that was... That's when you really get down to why their offense was able to be good. It's because of their offensive line. It yeah. allowed them to be able to run the ball consistently, and thus everything else opened up for them. They protected their quarterback. Now they just don't look that good. They're a little older. I think that Super Bowl hangover, they really partied hard this offseason. They, well, they blew that football the game. I mean, they no, gave they up a 17-point lead. They give a lot of credit game. to Cam Newton The defense offense. is still good. I mean, I think the Eagles' defense is still pretty damn good. Solid. But, but I don't know, dude. They just... With that offensive line not, not as, being the they, same way they also it is, had running a magical backs. season last year. Like everything no went well for them, no doubt. So we'll that see. Was, that was a wild time. Will tell. That was a wild. I, I agree with you though. They, they, they're kind of both of those teams. The jury's still out. I wonder what Jalen Ramsey thinks about that. Jalen, I don't know. Awesome. We are the Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo. Don't worry. I know we didn't talk Cowboys. We briefly mentioned the Amari Cooper trade. We're saving that for our hump day special. It's become a staple. It's Cowboys conversation to hit your midweek tomorrow on the Nosebleed Seats. Hit us up on the tweets, on the Facebooks. Follow us. Subscribe. iTunes, five stars, please. Thank you. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Stay composed, you mother bleepers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.